does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Lots of football, lots of basketball. It's a really busy, busy weekend. That's why we bring in the heavy artillery. The man himself, the Minister of Information, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, I hate to disappoint you. My name is not Brendan King. You're unfortunately stuck with Nathaniel Finch. It's a pleasure to be with you on Indiana Sports Talk from our Monument Circle Studios in downtown Indianapolis here with Graham Shear and Jace Hodge producing the show as well. I can promise you two things. You will hear me every 15 minutes tonight. And when you hear me, I will at least, at the very least, give you the score of the Pacers game and the Big Ten Championship game as long as those two games are going on. And as for the Pacers, currently two minutes into the third quarter, they're down by a penny. It's 70-69, to 69, the Heat with the lead. As far as that Big Ten Championship game, just a 10-minute walk from where we are sitting on Monument Circle. The second-ranked Michigan team, they're currently ahead 10-0. Iowa has the ball, and they're driving. Well, not really. They're backed up in their own part of the field, but that's been kind of a common theme today. That is with about two minutes left in the second quarter. I'm going to give you plenty more this after this evening as well. We're going to talk a little bit of Colts. We're going to talk about IU's new head coach, and I'll give you all the scores from Division One basketball, small college basketball, and Division One football. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Nathaniel Finch. Welcome back, everyone. Nathaniel, my apologies, my heartfelt apologies. Brendan King, uh, I, I was unaware he was – I need to pay more attention. How's that? So I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm, gl- I'm glad you're here. We're going to try to have some fun, okay? I just hate to disappoint you, Coach. No, no, it's no disappointment whatsoever. I'm thrilled to have all you guys do do what you do because you do it so well. So have fun. We're, I think we're going to have a great show. We're going to start it out well. Rob Blackman, the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers, joins me. Boilers lose at Northwestern last night, 92-88. Rob, thank you so much. You've had some time, 24 hours to digest this. This is eerily familiar to how they played a year ago. Yeah, it was uh, the numbers were so similar, Bob? Uh, it was, uh, you used the yeah. word eerily. That's that's probably a good word. Uh, just just a couple of stats uh, to to prove your point. Uh, last year uh, in the loss at Northwestern, uh, Purdue was five of twenty two from three and turned the ball over sixteen times. Uh, last night, Purdue was five of seventeen from three and turned the ball over seventeen times. Uh, so the mm-hmm. numbers were eerily similar, and in a lot of ways, and. And uh, of all the crazy uh, numbers that come from that game last night, uh, the fact that Northwestern had been 0-19 in their school's history playing the number one team in the country, 0-19, <laughs> up until the last two, the two times they played right. Purdue. Right. And now they're 2-19. Right. So just uh, just some crazy stuff. Uh, but, uh, hey, a tip of the cap to Northwestern, and especially Boo sure. Booey, because they, they were clearly the better team last night, and they deserved to win. You know, I, I, I'm... I, 
I don't psychoanalyze, and I just host a radio show, but I happen to spend 22 years of my life coaching college basketball, clearly at a different level, but coaching college basketball, I think I understand the game reasonably well. Sometimes, Listen, when you, it's hard to win, number one. Number two, in conference play, it's especially hard because you and I both know that the entire summer, Northwestern and their staff spent time breaking down film. How do we play Purdue because we're going to play them early? And if we expect to win the conference tournament, we'll eventually have to beat them. So what do we have to do to beat them? And every team in the conference is doing the same exact thing, which makes it even more difficult to win. And this is a situation where what's eerily familiar is also um, troubling in a sense that Zach Eady can have a great game, but others have to step up when they're called, and it didn't happen last night. Yeah, that was, uh, to your first point, the thing Northwestern also has going for it is it basically was the same team uh, that we saw last year outside of Jay Valdez. Uh, so these guys certainly had the blueprint for how to beat Purdue, and it's a, a team that uh, had seen this uh, scouting report before. So they, you know, they they knew exactly what it would take. Uh, but yes, to the second point about Zach Eady, I mean, my God, look at the numbers he had last. Oh my night. God, 30, yeah. thirty-five points and fourteen rebounds, and I think three block shots. Uh, uh, and yet, you still don't win the game. I mean, that even, Matt Painter said that in the post-game show. He's like, yeah. When you when your best player goes for thirty five and fourteen and and you out rebound the opponent by twenty five rebounds right. and you don't win, right. that that's actually right. hard to do. That's hard to not win that game. <laughs> so, but it comes down to uh, yes, just not enough from uh, from the supporting cast. I, I know that uh, both Fletcher Lawyer uh, and Braden Smith and and actually Lance Jones ended up in double figure scoring. Uh, but it, you just never felt like those guys really uh, took control of the game from a backcourt perspective. It really felt like Northwestern's backcourt was the better backcourt uh, for most of that game. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. what it boiled down to. Certainly Purdue had the best player on the floor in the front court, and Northwestern had the best player on the floor in the backcourt in Boo Booey. And in this particular instance, Boo Booey's team was just a little bit better. He's a gamer. <laughs> That's what yeah, you can I say. I mean, yeah. uh, he really is. They, they, there will not be any disappointment when, when his uh, career is finished at Northwestern on the part of the Purdue faithful. And, you know, the other thing, he is, he, he'll be 24 years old next week. He celebrates his 24th birthday. So, right. uh, look, he, he's an old, older player, but he's a great player. And he's been a, he's been a great player since day one from he was, when he was a freshman on that campus. So, uh, he has the experience, he has the skill level, he has the toughness, and yeah, he's a winner. He he finds a way to win games. So uh, while you're disappointed you lost to Northwestern, you also make you know you appreciate the fact that you were watching some real greatness last night in Boo Booey because that was that was one of the all time great performances I've ever seen with you know with my own two eyes. He was fantastic. Right. right. Hey, can you hang on here through this short break because I, I want to come back and uh, yeah, talk sure, a little sure, bit yeah. more. Rob yes, Blackman sir, with us. Rob is the voice of the pretty Boilermakers last night. Ninety-two, eighty-eight loss at Northwestern in overtime, and it was a it was a fun. I mean, if you're a fan, it was a fun game. So, Rob will stay with us through this short break. I want to remind everybody: stay with us tonight. We have a lot of basketball to talk about. Uh, our X account at ind uh, at ind uh, hashtag i. At IND Sports Talk. Uh, uh, and it's, um, you know, pictures, 
videos, whatever you want. Lots of ball coming up. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. 30th year on the air. We are so glad that you've all been with us that long. We were talking with Rob Blackman, the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers. They lose last night to Northwestern, 92-88. Rob, you know, clearly turnovers are an issue. Perimeter shooting's an issue. You know, the perimeter shooting is kind of like the classic elephant in the room. You know, Matt, he's, here's the conundrum he's in. He, his entire team knows they're not shooting it well. Everyone who watches them knows they're not shooting it well. You can't ignore it. But the last thing you can do is get nervous about it and put more pressure on your guys because they're already tentative and afraid to make moves and make shots. And so you're in a little bit of a conundrum with this situation. Well, I would remind the fans that going into the game last night, Purdue was fourth in the country in three-point shooting percentage. Um, I know last year that was that was a point of uh, of contention, but mm-hmm. the first seven games this season, Purdue's at forty three percent from three, fourth best in the country. Uh, now mm-hmm. last night obviously left a little bit to be desired, five of seventeen. Right. But if you look at the overall numbers, I don't think Coach Painter is going to be. Uh, he'll, I don't think he'll be jumping off any tall buildings in Lafayette here anytime soon right. over the three point shooting right. last night. Uh, again, your fourth best in the country going in. Now, if you find yourself a month from now uh, shooting on the average five of seventeen, <laughs> then yeah, right. you got yourself right. a problem. Right. Uh, but but at least through the first seven games, the and I know that's a, that's a small sample size, but through the first seven games, you feel pretty good about the three point shooting. The, I think what really would concern Purdue the most uh, is the fact that uh, you just when you had to have a timely three in the second half, you just got it last night. Purdue only made one three-point shot right. uh, in the entire second half, and that actually came in overtime. That was in the overtime session. Uh, so uh, if you make wow. just one, just one of those threes in the second half, right, you win the game, and, and we're having a totally different discussion today. So it really, it really wasn't uh, nearly as much about the percentages as it was t- certainly finding a timely right. one last night. And Purdue could not find that. I'll tell you right now, and Coach Painter was very was very frank about this in our post game interview with him on the radio network. Uh, his his biggest concern right now is not three point shooting, nor is it offense, because eighty eight points should win you a lot of games on the road. Uh, it's the fact that right. defensively, Purdue right. gave up ninety two points, uh, sixty if I remember correctly, sixty two, maybe sixty in the second half. Uh, that's that is uh, that's right now has the coach staying up late at night. I can promise you that he is not pleased with the defensive effort he saw last night. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Well, they don't have much time to worry about it because they got Iowa rolling in on Monday. Yeah, that's another big concern. And uh, look, Purdue that that was a nine p.m. Eastern tip. Uh, it actually didn't tip till nine nine twelve. Had overtime, mm-hmm. so the team didn't even get back to Lafayette till roughly three in the morning. Uh, so they're, they turned <laughs> around and practice just a light practice mm-hmm. this afternoon. Right. And then you can only you know you've done this. You know how this ritual works here, Bob. You're, you're going to have a light practice Sunday because you got a game Monday. Uh, so it's a really short right, turnaround right. for Purdue. Uh, now, I know they're college kids. Most of them probably stay up till 3 in the morning anyway every night. Right. <laughs> but, but it's, a, it's a short turnaround <laughs> yes. to get ready for Iowa. Yeah. And, uh, and, 
Speaking of defense, you better be good defensively against those guys because Iowa's not Iowa. Right. They don't do a real good job of guarding, but they do a real good job of scoring the ball. They can score with the best of them. So Purdue better be ready for them on Monday night on the defensive end. Rob Blackman, voice of the Purdue Boilermakers. Boilers lose last night to Northwestern. You already know that. Taking on Iowa Monday. Rob, I appreciate it more than you know. I really do. We'll talk to you next weekend. Okay, Bob. Thank you. Thanks so much. Coming up, we're going to talk some girls basketball with Kelsey Steele, the girls coach at Westfield. They have a big win tonight. We'll talk about that. Dave Ehoff from the Ball State Radio Network will join us coming up, talking about Ball State's big win over Bellarmine this afternoon. Stay with us. We appreciate you joining us. You have plenty of choices on a Saturday night and what to do to choose us means a lot to us. So thank you. We're back talking more ball on Indiana Sports Talk. Nathaniel Finch from downtown Indianapolis. As promised, I'm giving you at the very least two scores for every 15 minutes. Let's start with the Pacers currently playing in Miami against the Heat. The Pacers 91 to 86 is that score. There's four minutes to go in the third quarter. And of course, the Pacers 9 and 8 on the season. They're playing the Heat, who they just lost. 142-132 was the score on just two days ago, Thursday night. Tonight, no Tyrese Halliburton. He's dealing with an upper respiratory issue. Hopefully, he'll be back on Sunday. Coach Carlisle thinks that he will be fine. And for Miami, they're also missing Bam Adebayo, so the two top scorers for each team. Adebayo also leads the team in rebounding. Halliburton leads the league in assists. For the Pacers... They will host Boston on their in-season tournament quarterfinals this upcoming Monday night at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Of course, they lost to the Celtics 155-104 a month ago. A win against Boston will send them to Vegas for that coveted in-season tournament championship. Let's move on down the road to Lucas Oil Stadium. Michigan, the second-ranked team in the nation, taking on number 16, Iowa, for the Big Ten title. Currently at halftime, 10-0, low scoring. That never happens in Iowa games. Of course, Michigan a perfect 12-0 on the year after beating Ohio State last week. Iowa 10-2, and they won the Big Ten West to get them to this title game. 10-0 at the half. Other scores in college football, Louisville. Florida State. Florida State, of course, lost Jordan Travis to the year. 3-0 at halftime. Another low-scoring affair in the ACC Championship over 14th-ranked Louisville. I'll give you more scores next. Nathaniel Finch. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Girls basketball tonight, Westfield. Big win and tonight. Uh, Kelsey Steele joins me to talk about Westfield's win. Coach, I appreciate the call. Congratulations, and thank you so much for joining us uh, on this big win over Warsaw tonight. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the, the coverage that you guys give us. It's greatly appreciated on our end. Well, it's uh, trust me when I tell you, it's greatly appreciated more on this end because I don't have a show unless coaches call me. <laughs> so, uh, and I spent not that you that you care. I spent 22 years coaching college basketball, uh, and I, I've I've I made a commitment. I was going to try to highlight kids and talk about great things that they do and coaches do. You guys are on a roll right now, coach. Are you not? You know. 
No, we've played some pretty good basketball so far, but you know it's early, and so we uh, and everyone around us is really good. So we're just, we're just trying to get better every day and compete every time we get the chance to. So we, uh, yeah, we've we've put together some good wins. Uh, obviously, there's still a lot of things that we could be better at, and a lot of things sure. to work out and work on. But um, I was I was proud of their effort tonight um, and their focus. They did a pretty good job, so it was a good win for us. So what's the key in the win, Coach? Well, I mean, big thing was they have three kids that can really score the basketball, and they can shoot the three at a high level. So we needed to run them off the three-point line a little bit. We, we lost them some, but for the most part, we limited their threes um, and their open threes. Uh, so that was huge for us. Um, we had a jun- our junior guard, Aubrey Crockett. She stepped up and played huge for us tonight. She made a a couple of big threes um, in the first quarter, and then down the stretch, she had some big shots as well. So she ended, ended the night with 19 for us, and we needed that from her. Um, and so those were two keys, limiting their threes, and then we needed some kids to make shots on our end, and uh, she made some big ones for us. Well, as I mentioned, you know, you're five and one right now. Big game coming up uh, with Carmel. I know you're looking forward to that one uh, on, uh, what is it? It's on the 5th, so I'm trying to re- realize that's Tuesday. Tuesday. Is it Tuesday night? Yep. Tuesday night. Tuesday. So give me a scout. Give me a scout on this game. Well, you know, so here's the thing. I, I am the type of head coach that I can't look ahead. So. Um, okay. <laughs> I will start watching them tonight. I, right. My assistant was watching them today. Uh, it's, it's my assistant scout, but so I had him watching film and uh, myself. Though I I can't get myself to look past the one that's right in front of me. Um, but I know that they play really hard. I know that they're they're running the zone, um, and so for us, we're gonna have to knock down shots. Um, and then it's always a matter of. We have to compete defensively. We, we talk about that a ton. Um, mm-hmm. we, we are a team that we're going to hang our hat on the defensive end. Um, and so we want our girls to be locked in, be focused. They, they've got some good guard play. We did play them a little bit this summer. They've got some kids with really high motors, good energy, um, and can create turnovers in their zone. So we're going to have to take care of the basketball, and we're going to have to make shots when they're open. So... Well, I, I wish you the best. Kelsey Steele joins us from Westfield. Westfield moves to six and one with a fifty to excuse me, sixty to fifty one win over Warsaw taking on Carmel on Tuesday. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Good luck on Tuesday night. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh Penn tonight. Fifty-eight, forty-three winners over Crown Point. Barrett Kuhlman joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call and congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate you having me on and appreciate you doing a great show. Uh, you know, it was a great uh, chance to be able to kind of drive back to the region for us, or for me, and uh, we got off the bus. <laughs> right. Uh, kind of, yeah, kind of slow, though. So after the two-hour bus ride, uh, we ended up at 31 at halftime. Uh, but uh, with the guys kind of woke up the second half. We held them to 11 points and scored 27 in the second half. It was a lot of victory, and it was just a, a fun night for us. 
We had a fun night last night. I mean, the court dedication of Al Rhodes Court. Uh, you're moving in to take over for an absolute living legend. Uh, and I think it's got to be gratifying to you that the kids and the community have bought into what you're doing. Yeah, you know, Coach Coach did a great job of kind of setting things up for me. And uh, it's an honor to be able to replace him. And uh, actually, I'm never going to replace him, but I'm going to hopefully try to fill the role right. for him because he's one in a million or one in, one in a lifetime. So... Uh, just awesome night last night to be able to honor him. It's so cool to see him, and he's been around at some of the games already, and it's just uh, I think he's going to continue to have a great influence on me and the rest of my staff, and, and obviously he's affected Ben and, and anyone that he's ever coached. Well, tonight you played great defensively. Uh, tell me who steps up now offensively and plays well for you tonight. So, I, uh, you know, last year, obviously, we graduated seven or six seniors and uh, returned one guy with us ever started a game. So it's uh, it's been a kind of a trial by fire for some of these guys. And uh, I had three seniors that have been leading the way for me all year uh, with some good support system. But uh, Dominic Bonner uh, led us to 16 tonight. Trey Miller had 14. And then Maverick Brown added 11. So those three guys kind of played uh, backup roles or minimal roles last year, but didn't wait for their turn. They just kept working, and now that as seniors, they're really leading us well. Well, who's up next for you? Uh, we we uh, travel to New Prairie. Uh, we've got New Prairie and Concord this week, so two conference games, and uh, you know, want to try to keep things rolling and keep growing. Uh, we've got a long way to go to get where we need to be, but uh, definitely excited about the progress. Penn, 58-43 winners over Crown Point tonight. Barrett Kuhlman, great to talk to you. Congratulations, and good luck next time out. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate all you do to make high school You're welcome. Indiana special. Thanks. Thanks very much for the kind comments. I appreciate it. Ball State with a big win over Bellarmine, 67-58. David Eha joins me. David, thanks so much for the call. Here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, we've got about a minute here, and then I'm going to ask you to hang on through the scores, and then we'll we'll talk more about the card. So give me a 10,000-foot view of the win tonight. Yeah. You know what? Coach. Hey, hold on a second. I can't read a clock. That's the problem. So I, I need you to I apologize profusely. Hang on through this break, and we'll come back and talk Cardinal basketball, okay? Sounds good. Perfect. We're back after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk.